Okay, guys. Here we go with another episode of the Michigan Maniac Podcast. I am your host, Adam Brewer. Uh, So, (laughs) this is a great, great podcast because... Um, the subject the subject matter tonight is Urban Meyer. Oh my God! Does it make me happy to know that this thug of a coach finally is getting was getting his due? Now, granted, he could still slip out of this. I mean, they have thirty one days to go ahead and figure out a way to get him out because that's uh, thirty one days before their first game. Uh, he is on an uh, administrative leave, uh, but he has not come out and said anything yet. And a lot of the speculation is if he doesn't, that means that their lawyers are hard at work to getting him a uh, a buyout or some type of uh, you know uh, contract uh, ending, like bonus or something going on, right? So, if you live underneath a rock and you haven't heard, (laughs) uh, Urban Meyer has been accused of taking care of or hiding or sweeping under the rug or doing whatever you want to say for uh, domestic abuse that he has found out about his assistant coach, Zach Smith, who has been with him for a while. Um, Domestic violence between Zach Smith and his wife. Now... Um, Zach Smith has been with him since Florida. Now, this happened in, I believe, 2000-something with him in Florida, and it happened once again in 2015. Now, at 2015, he was the Ohio State coach. Uh, he hit it. But a little tidbit about this that we all may not, it may not have come to light yet, but Zach Smith is... Uh, directly related to and I want to say I want to say grandson but I'm not sure to the Earl Bruce Earl Bruce one of the legendary coaches of Ohio State who then finished his career off with Colorado State where I became uh, familiar with him because I grew up in Denver Colorado of course um so, with that being said, with Urban Meyer, uh, with Earl Bruce being an I like being the idol or hero to Urban Meyer, uh, Urban has definitely gone out of his way to take care of Zach Smith. Uh, awesome. This is now. I'm not a fan of obviously uh, spousal abuse because I think it's wrong. I think it's gross. It should never happen. Men against women, women against men. It should never be. Uh, we should be able to learn to express ourselves better than hitting one another. Um, but the hiding of it just proves that Urban Meyer once again is a shady mother fucker. Like, how can you have Percy Harvin, freaking uh, Alex Alex Hernandez? And, I mean, you could probably go down a list of Florida Gators who have spent time in jail. <sighs> Sorry about that. Uh, either spend time in jail or have some type of criminal record. But you have two of the 
shadiest motherfuckers in college football in Aaron Hernandez and in Percy Harvin. I mean, they put freaking Tim Tebow in as as Aaron's fucking roommate just to keep an eye on Aaron, just to keep him in at night, hopefully as a good role model. But Urban was there the whole time sweeping things under the rug. He's done it this whole time. He now carried it on to to Ohio State. And that magical illness that he had where he stepped down from Florida State, I wouldn't be surprised if he had got wind that maybe Florida might be under some type of sanctions or that the NCAA was on to him and maybe it never happened. So he stepped down fast so this way he didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. But now it's finally caught up and bit him in the butt. Oh, God. So I'm torn. I don't know if I'm really torn. I'm super happy. But the one thing I really wanted us to do was beat Ohio State with Urban Meyer as their head coach. It doesn't look like that's going to happen now. Um, It's fantastic that they're moving on. Or rumored to be moving on. He can still slip out of this, which frightens me and makes me feel very uncomfortable. But, you know, it also goes to show, I mean, look at the two games that we've played against them out of three. Two of them were bought and paid for. Urban Meyer did something or paid for something to make sure the ball and the calls went his way. Especially two years ago when we were, like Hong Cowherd said, 12 seconds away from the playoff. And that's really what we were. We're 12 seconds away, even from being uh, having a winning record against Ohio State and Michigan State. Because uh, it's a bunch of bullcrap. Uh, context, people. Always look for the context in which somebody's trying to shove down your throat on a subject matter, okay? Always look for it. If they're just giving you bullet points, they're hiding something from you. Just know that because it's fucking true. Uh, Irby, oh, poor Irby. He got caught. He's going to go bye-bye. And the only thing that gives me great happiness is that I saw the list of 10, the top 10 coaches that could replace old Irby. And, um... Let's take a look at those right now. So most of them right now, he's he is being replaced by, or interim head coach, is Ryan Day. Right, you're going to say, who's Ryan Day? Who cares? It, it could be Shlomo Shisnik. Who gives a fuck? It's not Urban Meyer. I don't care how good Ohio State is. You don't have Urban Meyer running that program. That adds at least three losses to your to your schedule. At least three. Because he's going to get there. They usually get into some tight pinches that he's able to coach them out of. Not Ryan Day. I don't know who the fuck Ryan Day is, but I'd rather bet that I'll go with the coach who's been with the team and been a head coach to make the right call than Ryan Day. I think Ryan Day made me a, a, a latte the other day. I'm not quite sure. He was awful. You know, I mean, just like every Ohio State uh, graduate can't get a real job. So, uh, you know, 
there are our service workers, which we should appreciate them, you know, because they do a hard job. Who else is going to make those chicken nuggets? Um, but so, okay, Ryan Day, laughable. Unless he, of course, unless he does something ridiculous, which I'll have to eat my words. But there are a few names on here that are real, and there are some names that I hope to God are really in the in the talk because it would make me feel so good to know that this that these mother effers could get the job. So number one, number one guy, Bob Stoops. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I'm yawning so much. This is ridiculous. Bob Stoops. All right, I'll take Bob Stoops over at Ohio State. Can't coach a big game to save his life. Last time I checked, Michigan-Ohio State's the biggest game possible. He can't coach a big game to save his life. Can't do it. Big Bob, big game Bob ain't in the fucking ain't a reality. So I'm good with that. Even when he had some of the best uh, Oklahoma teams in the nation or of their school's history, he still found a way to lose two games a year. Bring on Bob Stoops. Don't care about Bob Stoops. Um, Greg Schiano, who gives a shit? He can't make the Buccaneers work. He's barely, I mean, his defense is laughable. I mean, if it wasn't for Urban Meyer recruiting these mother effers, Greg Schiano's a joke. Uh, I mean, yeah, he turned around Rutgers. Oh, whoopee, you get about eight wins, and people are going to call you a savior if you're at Rutgers, okay? I don't, oh, bring him on. But please, bring him on. I mean, who am, am I going to think that Greg Schiano's going to out-coach, out-coach Jim Harbaugh? No, there's no effing way. Um, <laughs> there's one. There are actually two names on this list that I hope to God. Uh, I don't know which one I want more to get this job because they're laughable. Uh, at three, like at the number third spot where they say, well, hey, pretty likely. Fucking Chip Kelly. He just signed on. The, he just signed on to US, uh, UCLA, where his form of offense will work in the Pac-12. Well, that could be actually very successful in the Pac-12. But you come to the Big Ten, and you're going to try that fast-paced bullshit offense. You're going to get fucked up. Just like Ohio State fucked you up at Oregon for the national or on their way to a national title. Beat the pants off of you. Little men trying to block big men and the big men who are as fast as the little men doesn't work. Doesn't work when you're playing the SEC and it definitely doesn't work now you're playing the Big Ten. Okay, it's a joke, and I hope to God he comes so he can get embarrassed. But the one that I pray, and I get down, I will get down on my knees, and I will pray to Jesus and then football Jesus for this to happen. <laughs> Rich Rodriguez. I can't even imagine, but Rich Rodriguez has been mentioned. That's a name to replace Urban Meyer. Oh, God, please in heaven. Please in heaven. Let somebody just get Rich Rod. He can't turn around U of A 
in a conference where that fast break offense works. And he ran us into the ground. Him and then Freddie Flintstone over there ran us into the fucking ground. So please, football gods, football Jesus, could you please, please get together with JC and make my 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 prayers happen. Just make my prayers happen, please. I'll take Chip Kelly, but gosh dang it, I would love to have I would love to have Rich Rodriguez be the head coach of Ohio State. Oh, the joy of my heart. I would dance a naked jig every Saturday because they would be the laughing stock of college football within two seasons. Two. Count them two seasons. Oh, God, that would be so great. And then they could finally understand our pain. They could finally understand being so inept every Saturday that even the smallest teams like Northwestern feel they have a chance to beat you. Oh, God, it just it brings just music to my heart to hear Rich Rod even mention. But with the third overall name on a list and you've got Chip Kelly, do they not know the form of offense that dude runs? It's a joke. You can't run that type of offense. An absolute joke. So please, please come and do it. I would love, I welcome Chip Kelly with open arms to Ohio State. I really do. The one that does make me nervous that they did have on the list that I feel is actually legit only because of what he's done with a lesser school, which is Michigan State, is uh, Mark D'Antoni. Mark D'Antoni going to Ohio State could provide problems. He really could. He's a, he's a smart guy. He is a good coach. Um, the only thing I, the only reason why I feel confident that we'll continue to we will beat this guy is that he can't recruit. Um, the only reason why Michigan State is even a school right now is because of Rich Rod and Brady Hoke. Those are the only two reasons why Michigan State even made any type of advancement or any type of like legitimacy in the Big Ten. It's, But he can coach him up, though. He's a very good coach. I don't slash him on his coaching ability. Um, but it helps when Big Brother has two idiots back-to-back coaching. Two morons. All right? So that I'm very, I'm very pleased to say that that's to the end. And you start to see that affected in the previous um, recruiting classes. Michigan, obviously having higher, rec- better recru- recruiting classes than Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State is on their way out of being even considered a good team. I mean, I, in a few years, they'll be done. And Mark D'Antoni knows this, so I could see him jumping ship to a much better established team. Uh, it'll take him longer to be found out a fraud or a fool at Ohio State, but we'll still win. I, I, I mean, it's fluky that Dan Tony even has a winning record against Harbaugh right now. 
So, uh, but he's you know he's enough to be taken seriously for about thirty seconds. You know, um, just so happy about all that. Um, yeah, I know. It, I thought I was going to take a little bit of a break before the season got started. We're thirty days away. Uh, before our, our matchup with uh, Notre Dame at Notre Dame, which is uh, risky. Um, but it does look like some of the starting lineups are being solidified here. And just a little, like left tackle, it's between Beatty uh, and, or Betty, Beatty, whatever, or Hudson um, for the start. Uh, Beatty's probably going to win that one for right now. Don't be surprised midseason if you see Hudson in there. There's uh, sharing snaps or what have you. Um, looks like we're going to go with a 3-4 defense right off the bat. So, obviously, uh, the defensive line set with Chase. Um, we've got Chase and Gary on the ends, and then you got Aubrey Solomon in the middle. Uh Either you have Ross or, um, geez, who, what's his, Gill. It'd be either Ross or Gill as the outside linebacker for uh, Michigan. But, I mean, obviously you have, you've got uh, Hudson and Bush. I mean, they're amazing. I, I did a little research. Last season, they only had four missed tackles. Four. Three of them by by Bush at the beginning of the year, first couple games of the year, one by Hudson. That's it. All year long, when they had the tackle, they made it. They only missed four all season. Um, as we, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but we have numerous players off of this new workout regime, this new fitness coach. Uh, numerous players have gained weight this year. Uh, Kalik Hudson still with the speed, but yet now he's 220 instead of 208. Um, Bush, I believe, is like 215 when he was one, like one. He might have been 202. Like he was a he was a small back last year, but he's put on some pounds. The kid looks thick. He looks good. He still has the same motor as he did before. Um, I, you know, every position, man, is just set. And I really just think Notre Dame's in for a complete ass whooping. Uh, yeah, so I think if they do get rid of Urban Meyer, it's going to add a little bit more pressure to us. Unless we're just smoking teams. If we are just outright smoking teams and we have to deal with, I don't even know the guy's internet guy's name again, Ryan Day. If, if it's the last game of the year and we've got Ryan Day to, to go up against and we're crushing people all year, we'll kill Ohio State. We will kill them. Plus, the uh, officiating should actually be fair this year because Urban Meyer's not paying off the refs to call bullshit all fucking game long. So that's a nice little bonus. Um, Ryan Day is probably not nowhere near as good as Urban Meyer play calling or overall strategy. 
positive on our end. But what's going to get me is if we're struggling in the big games, so like the Michigan States, the Notre Dames, uh, the Wisconsins, and we're barely pulling them off or maybe losing by like two to three points a game. You know, we, we can have one loss to these five teams, but we've got to really only make it one loss or none. And if we're struggling and we're only got that one loss going, I could see Ohio State being a problem only because our stress level be so high that we trip over ourselves. Um, now, getting to two quarterbacks that I can't stand, and now they've shown themselves to be worthless. Um, Wilton Spate. So that whole chicken thing with fucking uh, Harbaugh, who cares? People, let's face it. I mean, I'm not here to defend Harbaugh, which I will, though. They pump those chickens so full of whatever. Who knows what's in there? Who knows what's in there, right? I mean, they are pumped so full of hormones. Yeah, maybe that does make them weird. We don't effing know that. And to say that we do is ridiculous. Is he a scientist? Has he checked this stuff out? Has he checked the numbers? I doubt it, okay? Wilton Spate's a moron, and his name kind of tells you he is. Wilton Spate? Come on now. He's an arrogant douche, and he proved to be one. You watch that fucking Amazon show, and you're going to be like, how is he even our leader? And then you watch these big games, and he's not our leader. He proves not to be worthy of what goes on. And then I don't even know what O'Corn said, but I'm sure it was nasty because a lot of people are hating on him. He's worthless. He was a horrible thirsting quarterback. If I, I mean, I know I could throw five interceptions or three interceptions and two fumbles and, and, and like games in a year, like two to three games a year. I know I can do that. So, you know, John O'Corn, you're not doing anything special, bro. Like, why you got to talk shit after you leave? You know, the Lions only really took a chance on you because of Harbaugh. Because Jake Ruddock is such a solid, solid quarterback now because of what Harbaugh taught him. They figure you as an idiot could maybe figure out what to do and maybe that Harbaugh luck will rub off. But you're a moron. We've all watched the Amazon thing. You're not smart. You say all this stuff, but you were a scared little boy behind the line. We get it. Just admit to it. Be a man and say that you you couldn't play football. Just be a man and say, I I can't play big games. Meaning big games, meaning any type of college football game. You can't play it. I don't know what the Detroit Lions are thinking, but this only proves that Detroit is foolish. They're still up to their foolish ways. Or, like I said earlier, they really give Jim Harbaugh credit and think that even though you are worthless, that there may be something in you. I don't think so. Um, I think we're much better off without you. Uh, I'm glad Spate left. I'm glad O'Corn is out of here. Uh, I don't know if Shea Patterson is the deal, but he certainly looks like it. And if he even remotely plays to 60% of what he was before, which I'm sure he's going to play 80 to 90% of who he is, we're going to dominate teams 
Because all we had to give our defense last year was a couple of series where we just marched down the field. I don't even think we had to score. But if we just marched and took some time off the clock and let our guys rest, our defense is unmess. You just can't mess with them. They will rock you. Rock you. And it will be embarrassing for you. So, no, I'm very, very pleased with everything that's gone on. Thank you, Urban Meyer, for being a douche. Remember when I said he only had one more year? I thought he was going to go to Notre Dame. Apparently, he's just done fucked up being a a bad coach. So, however that happens, thank God. Now, the NCAA rules, I believe, are a little too... you know, a little too sassy, a little bit, hey, we're going to get you right away type. Um, Breaker 10, though. Uh, these guys are, I mean, you know, it's good. I just don't, I just don't know, man. It's it's going to be something that's going to be fun. It's all going to be worthwhile watching this year, this season. Um, I don't know what to say here. I just, I really... And this is the most excited I've been for a Michigan Wolverine season in a really long time. A very long time. So, with that being said, I'm going to let you guys go. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, each day I go to check out the numbers, I see it's going up by one, by five, by six. Every time it's listened, I hear it, it just looks like it's going up. So I do appreciate it. Uh, Tell your friends. Obviously, it's only going to get better when the season starts. I really will have much more to say. But right now, you know, if you want to get technical on a lot of the stuff and get into the nit and the grit and the details of what is going on for barbecue weekend or recruiting trips or the scouting and blah, 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 then there are plenty of very well-done podcasts run by other guys that are very Michigan-orientated and great podcasts, okay? But if you just want to have, just hear somebody make fun of stuff, laugh at things, uh, gamble a bit, and is trying to figure out this whole comedy thing, then, hey, I'm your dude. I think you're going to have a great time. Thank you so much. Like I said, you're always making this show go up. And you know what? Uh, I'll end it by saying, fuck Urban Meyer and go blue. Hail to the victors, baby. Go blue for life!